Hey everyone, <clears throat> Jabali again. This is episode 14. Um, this is basically a smaller, shorter follow-up episode to the one I just talked about, everything leading up into CEO Dreamland. Uh, but I just want to sum it up for other TOs and attendees, how much really goes into these events. And the best way I can do it is sum up how many people rely on me financially, um, you know, and the pressure of a TO and how hard it is to cancel something, you know, as it's happening uh, when everything's already paid for, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I'm just going to be very transparent in this episode. Shouldn't be more than like 10, 15 minutes, but Dreamland is obviously a smaller event for me. Uh, CEO last year had about 11,000 attendees. This one had about 1,000. So for scaling purposes, obviously the big CEO is going to be a big deal when I do inevitably have to cancel it uh, completely, but I haven't ordered everything for it yet. So all that I would be on the hook for is uh, most likely not the hotel rooms anymore, but just disappointing people, but everyone's being understanding of all the events that do have to cancel. And about I already did the math, about $70,000 in pre-registered people. Um, I would have to just fully refund to everybody, and that alone will cause me a five dollars $10,000 hit. Um, you know, but that's something I can live with to fight another day. And hopefully, you know, I've been looking at options for people listening to either move CO to like December. Obviously a lot of events are going to be moving to later in the year. So that's going to be a challenge, but I can't just cancel CO for a year and take a break. That's just not in my blood to do that sort of thing. So I'm trying to figure out ways that work for everybody else. But, you know, leading up to like a CO dreamland, being that it was the week of, uh, you know, I'm just going to run down some costs, just my staff alone, right? So I'm not going to say names, but between having a chief of staff with like Tong Lee, the only name I'll probably say, you know, having a game lead for Ultimate, Smash, commentary manager, admin and registration, uh, Mario Party and Mario Kart, which was a big deal to run and that needed its own stuff. Um, Rivals of Aether had to, you know, had somebody bring setups in and take care of the rental, Um, you know, Melee. Uh, people bringing in additional people. So giving them, a, you know, 50 bucks, 100 bucks here or there. Um, you know, another registration, couple more TOs, all the commentators. I spent about 25, 2300, I think, in commentary. Uh, you know, paid about $25. An, it was like 15 or 25 an hour, uh, depending if you're a top eight or pools. Um, so just staff alone without commentary, it was about $4,400 leading up into the event. Commentary, another 23, you know, 2400 um, AV, that was like 13 grand to have those two giant screens with projectors and power and internet. Uh, we, you know, originally had four internet things. Brawlhalla, uh, wasn't a part of the event anymore. So that cut off one. Um, so that alone is another fee, uh, gaming generations bringing all their stuff. So, uh, that right there was another like $18,000, uh, and the merchandise I ordered to sell, which thank you Spiff Space for handling that. Uh, cause I didn't have my own CO booth and I was going to sell a lot of older merch, at the event, but just with everything going on, I just want to keep everything as simple as possible, focus on the attendee tournament experience, and then, you know, move forward or move on from the event. Um, so things like that. And then let's, let's, you know, I'm looking at my PayPal sheet here and not PayPal sheet, but my payment sheet, uh, you know, sponsor money. Luckily I had some good sponsors, especially with Astra that helped cover things. Um, and their activations with sponsors, if they don't have a booth, then, you know, digitally, you can still promote digitally and stuff. So that kind of helps out. Um, but obviously a lot of people are scared now. There might not be a lot of events. So there's little things we got to really worry about now. Um, and so, but yeah, that alone, uh, let's see player prize. We paid out about $10,000 in prize pools. We didn't have any bonuses. Um, a lot of pairs drop, players drop. So after DQs and everything, we still paid out about 10 grand. 
uh, in prize money, which comes from the entry fees. And then we had players donate about $1,200 worth back to CEO to just make sure everything was covered. So you're looking at stuff like that. Um, the rental itself, I rented, I originally had four ballrooms. I cut it down to three uh, originally because it was easy to cut it off and the hotel didn't penalize me for it. But still, looking at a rental of about 45,000 square feet is still $30,000 or so. So especially in Orlando, prime real estate, uh, you know, um, so there's all these things like just the event itself is costing me, you know, 70, 80 grand. Uh, somebody can do the math and correct me later, but I don't really think about budgeting or all. I just do what it takes to run a successful event. I always keep my fingers crossed that enough attendees will show up and support it. Um, you know, and that'll just cover everything I need to cover. And then I take care of staff and all that. But this was a situation where those donations helped ensure that I could pay all my staff and just the responsibility of a TO uh, in my position was not letting all these people down, um, you know, and people, you know, effectively with the media and everything, putting health at risk, but nobody was forced to be there. I was still at the front lines. And so the people that came from the bottom of my heart, you're the best. You made sure this event carried on. Uh, we're going to look back in a couple years and be like, wow, did this really happen? You know, I'm hesitant, obviously, to do a third Dreamland, but I really want to because what happened was during the event, so many people came up to me and were like, please, thank you so much for not canceling. This has been an awesome weekend. This might be the last chance of fun. You know, I've been taking care of my health and washing my hands and being very cautious, but just so happy you didn't cancel and it means the world. Um, but you know, a lot of refunds. I gave out about 14 grand in refunds this week and I'm still waiting on a few people to confirm uh, and, and stragglers. So that's something I'm still going to be dealing with for at least another few days. Um, but was able to cover everything thanks to the donations. I, I really don't have a total on it. All I know is, is that I'm not going bankrupt from this event and I, I, I can live on uh, thanks to everyone's support. But for other TOs, you know, that are worried about your upcoming events, please just build a relationship with your hotel. Uh, don't try to bring in legalities into it like right away unless you're, you know, you have to and get a lawyer and please lawyer up uh, if you have a lot of money at stake. But a lot of hotels in this situation are also hurting. So you have to understand from them that, you know, we're all affected. A lot like the Wyndham itself is already furloughing people and furloughing means you still have your job, but you're not going to get paid. And then when everything's back to normal, you either reapply for it or you're just welcome back in. Uh, and all the in hotel industry, like a disease like this, like COVID-19, um, the, the fact that it has such a massive effect on the world. Economies are going to shit now. Uh, you know, Trump every day says something it's incorrect or, you know, wrong. And uh, just nobody knows where to get their information from. So a lot of people are scared and, uh, you know, it's a bad year to be an event organizer, but we got to, uh, I personally, mentally, I'm already prepared for the worst for CO 2020, either postpone it or, you know, unfortunately skip a year, uh, and just come back strong next year and rebuild. But I haven't been fortunate enough to have, I've been fortunate to have this brand, uh, be built over 10 years and, and be able to survive a, you know, a, 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 a hit like this that will hurt. Um, if CO 2020 does carry forward, there's going to be a lot of changes I have to make financially to make sure just, you know, succeeds from a player standpoint and everyone has a good time, but I won't be able to do the thrills that I usually invest in because we're going to get a lot less of a turnout. Uh, you know, and a lot of events are either delaying or postponing. Um, and I can't imagine like Dreamland was, I'm lucky it was Dreamland and not a bigger event like Siotaku or CEO, um, because it didn't hurt as bad, but for all these other events like GDC, South by Southwest, like that affects so many people, artists, like I was responsible for artists. If none of those artists had an event over the weekend, they wouldn't have had money to, you know, take care of themselves. And I know a lot of cosplayers that are losing events and, just so much is happening with this damn COVID-19 that, uh, you know, 
everyone's doing their part now. These quarantines, you know, they're they're state dictated and stuff and people are staying in. I, I had to drive today and get groceries because I haven't had a chance dealing with all the refunds and repercussions of Dreamland happening. Um, but now's the time to just kind of rebuild and think about what matters most. Um, I'm not saying this from like a desperate perspective, but matters most to people and events and, and, you know, and figuring out, uh, if you can bounce back and you can come back just how to be ready for something like this. Um, I know me personally, this will change a lot of things like starting registration a little later, um, buffing up the, not buffing up, but we need to change our refund policies where a lot of events just don't give refunds. They don't give a shit. It's like, nope, no refund because they don't want to deal with the paperwork or sending the money back. So you need to know if you're going or not. But in an issue of like a pandemic that, you know, you can't fault that to the attendee. So something like, and I don't even think attendees will be mad about it is, hey, if you need a refund right before the event, you lose five to $10, you know, something fair. We're like, okay, that's not bad. You know, I registered, they ordered our badges and stuff and that's okay. Um, other things I didn't keep track of, I had to order like backdrop banners and stage banners and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So there's a lot of things that add up to each individual event. I just want people listening, um, you know, that were like, why didn't you cancel it? Like to understand that I'm not not canceling something because it's just me. It's because there's so many more people involved and the beauty of the FGC and these events is because we come together, you know, and I hear people like, well, why don't you make CO an entire online tournament? Like you can't just make an online tournament and charge $60, $70 for a venue fee. Nobody's going to pay that. They're, you know, you can build your brand and, and create content, but you can't host a large, you can't do what makes our events so special, a CEO, an Evo, a combo breaker, um, you know, all these different events throughout the year, whether no matter the size, big or small, like they're special because we get to come together and play fighting games and have a good time. So, uh, you know, looking back, uh, I'm going to take everything I've learned and spread that knowledge with other people. Um, you know, we, we, we risk a lot to do these events. Obviously, if we were losing money year after year, we wouldn't continue to do them. Um, we do do it out of passion. A lot of us just don't know how to quit because we have so much fun doing this and people rely on us. But uh, things are going to change. Uh, it could be for the better down the road. But right now, this is the year to just focus on yourself and, and have fun. And, and I'm going to catch up on my backlog. Like, I don't have work now until uh, it was supposed to be Dreamhack Dallas at the end of May, which unfortunately is the same way as Combo Breaker. But now that's August. And cross my fingers every day that Combo Breaker is still going to be a thing. Uh, you know, and Evo and CO are going to be a thing because if we lose those three events, you know, it just it's a it's going to be a dark age for events uh and it's something none of us have control over and that's the worst part is going wow i just can't do an event because the the sickness is going around and that is the toughest pill for a lot of us to swallow and just like how something that a lot of us has built over the years can just be taken away uh and just by something spreading so fast and the world you know shutting down everyone everyone's on a break now so um Again, thank you for listening to this podcast and the last one. Uh, if you do want to hear more podcasts, I would like to do more. Now, again, I have the time. I was actually going. I booked it in November, uh, a trip to Japan and South Korea for two weeks, April 5th, and I was going to disappear and have a real vacation because, um, you know, I do get to see the world and travel for events, but moment I get off a plane, I'm preparing the event to the moment I leave. So I'll have, like, time here or there to grab dinners and, and hang out with people afterwards, but I don't get to really explore um, and I've been to Japan, I've been to Korea once before, uh, you know, so I just, I feel bad for the group that we're still like going, Hey, maybe we can still go. And I have friends in Japan and Korea saying things are getting a little better. Things are closed, but you know, we're bouncing back from it fast. So hopefully America bounces back from it. Um, you know, and, and we can just move forward and to the cancel events, my heart goes out to you guys. Um, I hope you can, you know, give it another shot and come back because, you know, this community loves all of you so much. 
Um, and TOs is a thing. Being a TO tournament organizer, I, I like to say EO uh, event organizer now because the tournament portion I leave up to the, the people that ha- can handle those while I handle everything else. Um, <clears throat> the community's there for you guys, man. I've never felt more love. And I joke with people like, I thought people hated me. But after all these comments of how CEOs change our life and the internet's not everything, you know, sometimes you got to get out there and enjoy real life. And a lot of the people that attend our events, don't even use social media. You never see them on Twitter yelling about seating or yelling at you if they had a bad time. Like they'll message you directly um, or they'll come out when you need them most. So just something to be cautious of uh, and be grateful for that we get the opportunity to do this. And, you know, I've been through some crazy shit in the 11 years of doing this stuff. And I don't want to quit anytime soon because of how many opportunities CO has created uh, for other organizers or staff members to get jobs in production and, and move on. So to let something like CO die over a stupid, uh, you know, uh, COVID-19 and whatever you want to call it, whether it's a new flu or uh, just a, a virus, um, you know, it just, uh, I can't quit and I'm not going to quit. So, um, just hope, you know, fingers crossed guys, if you're listening that you can go to the events you want to this year, things get better. Um, we come out better people personally, you know, like I said, take care of your health, go look up at home workouts and just do it, you know, tweet about it. Obviously that's going to help. And people are still online and Twitter and social media is going to be bigger than ever. And it's just, you know, me personally, like what I go on Instagram, I'm just seeing all these people take these nature walks. Like it's, I am legend and everything's empty and nobody's around. Uh, but it's time to just kind of tune out and focus on yourself and, and, and enjoy actual life around you, um, and spend time with your family. And, you know, if you're not feeling well, just stay away from people, uh, take care of yourself. Uh, you know, so yeah, you know, Dreamland is behind me now. Um, really tough week. Uh, but as the event went on, it got easier for me just seeing everyone have a good time and just surviving through it. And, you know, going to keep checking up on players and attendees that went uh, for at least two weeks, make sure they're feeling good. Uh, you know, and that's something obviously out of my control, right? If somebody did get sick, but uh, I pray to God nobody did. Uh, I was at the front line talking to people, uh, interacting with almost everybody as I walked by. And I feel great. My voice is still a little raspy, but that's because I talk too damn much. Uh, and I, and, you know, I've been in meetings all week, uh, you know, uh, behind the scenes of just talking to uh, companies about CO 2020, what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I've said May 1st will be a good time to make a decision if things don't really clear up and there's no vaccine, which, you know, they're saying could take six to 18 months. But so many things are going out now. And, you know, I think the world's coming together to figure this shit out before it gets really out of hand. Um, and we just bounce back from it and learn. But, um, Thank you so much. Whether you donated, you attended, you uh, came out and you won money, you had fun, uh, you tweeted about your your past CEO memories to help me get through it. Like, just thank you so much. Uh, you know, I'm probably going to be streaming more at home now. Now that I have a couple months at home. Um, Twitch.tv slash CEO Gaming, which is my channel. Got some subs over the weekend. Um, and again, like I said, I never in a million years ever again want to have to ask for donations or people not to give refunds, uh, you know, and I'm still giving out full refunds for people that ask, uh, that weren't at the event. And I'm actually, unfortunately starting to give out refunds for CEO in June because people are too scared to travel the rest of the year. So, you know, save up, hopefully everyone has their jobs or they can find something in the meantime. Uh, and then, you know, when we all bounce out of this and come back next year can be bigger and better. Um, and you know, kind of a rebrand year for me, especially and, and figure out what really matters at the events and, and follow along and, uh, improve as we always do every year with the staffing and stuff. So thank you for listening. I hope you had a better understanding last, uh, podcast and the one before, 
uh, or this one and the last one, uh, about what I went through, you know, um, I survived. I'm a strong guy because I have the community behind me all the way. Always let the community speak, uh, take care of things for you. Don't get involved with, in, in Twitter spats and all that. Somebody else will say something for you. It probably won't get as big of a, a stronghold on the internet or people bouncing back at you and lashing, but just knowing that little support is out there, uh, can mean a lot to TOs. So please support your TOs, your players, we just need to stick together through this and have a good time and make the most of it uh, and being at home. And, uh, you know, thank you so much. And uh, till next time, thank you.